In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jeff Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Just Eric and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jeff Talion and this guy. I am Eric Easy E Sleazy E. I may not have the keys to the kingdom, but I can make your wife scream some. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Morgan. Hey. Joseph, the prophet. Of West Columbia. Oh, okay. You're limiting me. Oh, you limited yourself, my friend. The prophet of West Columbia. That's a self-title. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Decreed by Nostradamus. <laughs> right. So, cool. uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> we're uh, we're back. We're trying to kick the dust off the tires right now. One of you guys want to um, remind everybody or tell the new people what it is that we do here? Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. All right. Um, we get together. We're three friends. We talk about what's been going on with our past week. Uh, catch up on all that. Uh, we've all researched a topic and then through a random choice, which is typically a coin, it will be decided which one of us does a topic. We'll do the topic. The other two will then comment politely or impolitely. On said topic. Yes. Impolitely. Impolitely. Go on tangents, make jokes, insult mothers. Sometimes I like to insult people that listen to our show. I don't know why, but I do it. I've been feeling um, making comments about people's sisters lately. (laughs) As opposed to mothers. Been targeting people's sisters. Nice. Really? I don't have a sister, so... Boom. Well, that's why it's good. Oh. I can, like, attack your sister and you, you know. She's not there. Yeah. Yeah. My sister's here. Yeah. Your sister's here and you have a mother also. Do I, though? I really don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I've mourned. I I don't want to say anything about Morgan's mother because, oh, my God, she makes such good cookies. I've never met her, but I still get kind of weird when I do the your mom jokes now. I don't know why. I used to not give my a fuck. mom. Yeah, I just I don't know her. And... Anyways, wow, <laughs> you did a your mom joke on my kids that time. <laughs> that shit was funny. I I don't remember uh, yeah. what they said, but it was during the episode they were in. Nice. Yeah. I do them to my son. <laughs> the your mom jokes. Yeah, it's probably That's not appropriate. Funny. Uh, she's gonna be really uh, mad if she hears that. They're jokes. She does mom jokes too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, if oh. jokes aren't like ill-intentioned, I don't. I don't know, man. I wish people would just take jokes for what they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do ones that don't make any sense. Right. Like Cash will be like, "I'm hungry." I'll be like, "Your mom's hungry." Yeah. And right. Like, I'm still hungry. <laughs> right. Annie and I do that to each other. I'll be like, man, I'm really tired. No, you're tired. Yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> pointlessly trying to argue yeah. about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> you fuck dolphins. That one may be true. Um, Morgan, Yo. anything happened to you this week? Oh, are we doing that? Were you living in a void? No, I was not. I have things that happened this week. Love in a void. I don't have to go outside of this past week. I have things that happened in oh, this nice. week. We're obeying rules. Good for you. Uh, Brindy's daughter said, uh, you know, they were moving into a house. They're not moving into it now. They were moving into a house. Why are they moving in? um, There was a really strong cat odor that cannot be gotten rid of easily. And I think the people that actually own the house are not willing to rip up the floors and replace joists and subflooring. What a bunch of dicks. That's and what you have bottom, to do. Bottom plates on walls. and <laughs> You got to like cut <laughs> yeah. wood out and yeah. remove it. All you got to yeah. do is take it out and just put a new one in. Should be no easy big enough. Deal. <laughs> Watch a YouTube video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, fucking loads will walk you through it. But uh, they were moving in, and Brandy was like, uh, you know, apologetic about all the changes and everything. And she was just like, it's an adventure. It's fine. It's an adventure. And I was like, shit, that's some shit Joseph says. That's totally when when things, when you're about to do something that's way out of the norm and out of the comfort zone, Joseph's like, oh, cool, an adventure. Yeah. And it's really not usually. Yeah. <laughs> probably the most positive thing I say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. I took that approach right before they cut into my toe. I was like, all right, let's do this. It's an adventure. Yeah. I had that toe thing, and then the knife got in me, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. You guys remember we were talking about that time. I mentioned it last week. We were talking about the time that Brandy and I were having sex, and she broke my dick or you know, almost broke my dick, whatever. Yeah, injured oh. it. Yeah. yeah it kind of bent. It popped for sure. Ooh. Wow, yeah, you never want to um you never want to hear a pop from the guy. You want to hear the pussy pop, but I don't know anybody's ever said, "Boy, let me hear that dick pop." Nah. <laughs> I've I've never heard that. I <laughs> definitely don't want it to happen again. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, Lanny, your friend Lanny yeah, at dinner, okay. was telling me he could make a popping noise down there of some sort with his with his uh, junk, his testicles. What did it sound like? Did you hear a it? A pop. No, he didn't make oh. it for me. You didn't get him to do it for sex. you? No, I didn't have him to do it. <laughs> it was in I the middle of dinner, man. At Brandy's dinner for her uh, divorce. <laughs> no, I didn't ask the, uh, the, the gay married dude to whip his dick out of the table and make a popping noise. Sorry, I... <laughs> I missed that opportunity. <laughs> it's an adventure. I was just going to say that they said that the woman on top is one of the most dangerous sex positions. It's 93% chance of breaking your dick. Chance? 93% chance? That's pretty high. 93, 93% of the times people have done it, it's in that position? Yeah, that's because I've, I've done it a bunch of times okay brandy did the research okay. on this i'm sorry so brandy was the one that came back and told me the statistics on it and she said you know it's about a 93 percent chance that with the woman on top oh that when it happens it's, it's because be of that break. position yes okay because it could happen in other positions it could happen in other positions because i've come out like in from that position and like hit the butt cheek that's the statistic in that position 93 percent of the time when it happens, it's a it's a ninety three percent chance. Yeah. It's gonna break. It's gonna break, and it's gonna like when. Oh God! Then there's so like when guys actually break it. There's like a permanent something there. Yeah, it's like you damage the cartilage or something. Yeah. From my understanding, it's like a cauliflower ear. I think. <clears throat> like when you, oh, when okay. you damage the cartilage, it's in that shape. That's because last time you brought this up, I talked about um, when I was a teenager, I was watching that um, show on MTV that had Dr. Drew oh, and yeah. Adam uh-huh. and Corolla. Yeah. Um, what was it called? Like that sex show or some yeah. shit like the that. The man show? No. The, no, it was, bef- it was pre-man show or my, maybe around the – anyways, they a caller called in. and it was, was like sex talk with yeah, Dr. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, hey, this thing's like bent now. And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, it's probably going to stay that way. Yeah. Don't hit it with a hammer next time. Isn't that crazy that you remember that? Yeah. Specific Just, phone call from there. Yeah. Little well, dude, it's <laughs> seared in my brain. Like, I didn't know you could break your dick like that. <laughs> I got a I got a joke from my helper at work. Um, Ooh, I like jokes. Was it about dicks breaking? <laughs> no, it's about a uh, lazy eye. He's got a lazy eye, you know. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Every everybody's met him, uh, so we all know he's got a lazy eye. Yeah, he's and, also uh, aware of it. He, which helps. He's, he is aware of it. He brings it up. He talks about it, and I asked him if it was cool if I told this little story that he told me. He said, "I don't know. It's not extremely funny, but he just said that." Um, People make fun of his stuttering and his lazy eye. And he said he, you know, he went to speech therapy and did a lot with his stuttering. He's had multiple surgeries on his eye to try to keep it from wandering or whatever. Um, But it's functioning. His eye that's wandering is a functioning eye. So he's like, when people make fun of him about it and they're like, you got a lazy eye, you got a wandering eye. He's like, I mean, come on, man. It used to bother me, but can you be original? 
can you try to be original? Because, yeah, I got a wandering eye, so I can watch the road <laughs> and look at your girl at the same time. And I was like, damn. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, they don't like that too much. <laughs> yeah, he probably has killer peripheral vision on one side. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a pigeon. They can no see, mirror. like, I think oh. all around their body. Yeah. Yeah, when I try to show him something sometimes, he doesn't turn his head. And it fucks with me, but, you know, he can see it, so fuck it, you know? Anyways, that was my list. That was the stuff I had going on. Joseph? Porn? I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to mention who they are because they don't need any help. Wow. But they were talking about the uh, the algorithms that occur, like with Facebook and stuff. You remember we had mentioned, uh, I think it was Morgan had mentioned the uh, urethra stimulator that came oh, across his yeah. Facebook, and he's like, "Why is this coming across my my wish or whatever?" Yeah, you know. Um, these guys were talking. They said that apparently, what happens is not only does it monitor what I'm doing on my phone, but my phone monitors the activity of phones in proximity to my phone. So if I'm in proximity with someone who's into like urethral stimulating, that will then show up on my phone as a, hey, are you into this? Because maybe you were like hanging out with your friends, talking about it. Maybe you're into it. I thought that was interesting because some of the weird shit that comes across my phone, I'm like. Who'd you get that from? That information? Stuff they don't want you to know. Damn. I just plugged it. I said I wouldn't. Now I did. They don't need any help. Oh, I There's like every follower. Did they mention, is there like something in my settings or something I can change to make that not happen? Yeah. That's kind of freaky. It is freaky. Yeah. yeah. So like if Fucking something weird bullshit. shows up on your phone, it's probably some weirdo you're hanging out with. Yeah. Suppose I'm <laughs> hanging out with the fuck. So, I mean, maybe that's why I was getting, remember I told you guys I got the white privilege card thing. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's Could why. Could be some of your clients. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't want that shit. Well, yeah. one of y'all snorting cocaine because the wish thing always shows this. <laughs> always shows this package of white powder that with obviously is meant to. Yeah, like like hey, we have cocaine. Yeah, with a, with a straw and a credit card. Yeah, yeah, I've been hanging out. I've been hanging out with somebody who's like into like diapers and cross dressing, <laughs> which is fine. Oh, because you're getting those ads. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a wow. sexy adult diapers, you know? Wow. Not like just adult diapers. Mm. They're like adult diapers with, you know, and the model is like a young, attractive woman, but she's wearing these big diapers with little prints <laughs> on them and stuff. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? I didn't know until like a year ago they make like fashionable adult diapers. Oh, yeah. Morgan? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yes, Something you want to tell us? You're like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I get into some kinks on my porn searches and hey, stuff. And, and that's that's fine, brother. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I get... When, once you find a kink, like a, a taboo kind of kink, yeah. you know, yeah. then they're all in yes. there. You know, there's fucking horse fucking. There's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, women wearing diapers. It in there. Well, maybe he's yeah. into this. Yeah, right. I, I've right. talked to uh, Annie about this before. Like, I feel like you should have to ask for certain things. Yeah, because they'll just put it in just your face. That pop up. Because just because I'm into this doesn't mean that I want, like, women skydiving who lactate on men while they're eating peanut butter sandwiches or whatever. Like, yeah, they'll just show well, me. Yeah, really <laughs> some of it's video. shocking, too. I have yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, my like, God. What the fuck? Is going I have on? a video of a naked woman skydiving and her pussy's, like, flapping. <laughs> it's fucking... I think it looks cool as hell. I need uh, another energy just do that drink. with a leaf blower. <laughs> just bring a Damn, leaf blower. Damn, you can do it with a leaf blower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those slow mo videos, like the stop action where the mouths are opening with the leaf, you know, the yeah. white blow in your face. Wow. <laughs> All right. Japtalian13 <laughs> gmail.com. And I, I, my other thing is, Here. I went down to, um, let us know what you think. I went down to Savannah yesterday. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. To, uh, was it bon, Bonventure uh, Cemetery? Yeah. It was a nice day trip. Was that the cemetery I was talking about when I went? Maybe. It's a big cemetery near a body of water, but everything in Savannah is near a body of water. Yeah. And near a cemetery. <laughs> and a near a cemetery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have those great, like, willow trees with the Spanish moss. Yeah, there was, like, Spanish moss on everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was cool. Did you guys do a ghost tour 
Or you just went to the cemetery? No, no, no. This girl's cool. What? She's cool. Like we went. It was her idea. She paid for the gas. She even drove. And then um, she did like a tarot reading, played a flute, like a wooden flute, not not the meat not flute. flute. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool, man. It was a, it was a great adventure. And nice. she, you know, she convinced my teenager to get out of the house too, which was nice. Yeah, I saw that Cash was in the back seat. I was like, shit, I didn't know he was going. He's like, he, he's got this Muppet smile where he he doesn't look over enthused, but you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he was being a good sport. Did he have fun? Uh, yeah, he did. He went and walked around the cemetery on his own, and then Hell yeah. then he was done. <laughs> it was like pretty much like okay, I'm ready to go back home now. <laughs> sounds about right. That sounds like cash. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. Hell yeah, man! Nice. You look like it. Yeah, your yeah, Facebook you... photos. You were smiling a whole lot. You looked really happy. I haven't seen that much teeth since you were like trying to kill me. We like seeing Joseph <laughs> happy. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You. That's all I got. Nice, Eric. Word. Eric. I've been all this week. I've been like putting together a new living room. I bought this huge, comfortable couch that got like great reviews, and it was on an amazing sale. Sale, the word was coming out wrong. I paid less money than I could have paid for it. So I've been like doing a lot of physical stuff this week. Been trying to get more. One of the aspects that um I haven't been as aware of with like long term depression effects is. The deconditioning is what they called like the physical um, effects of laying in bed for whatever reason for a long amount of time or just not moving as much. Uh Yeah, like when you're in a hospital or something. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's been a major, and there's, I'm trying to be more positive about it. Um, That's why I'm bringing it up now for other people to deal with it because it's different, you know, like it's, I'm not in the shape that I was before. Like um, Morgan was moving some stuff and I showed up to be the comic relief and kind of move some things around. (laughs) And within like an hour, I started getting like dizzy and shit because I'm just not used to being out in that heat. I'm not used to moving around like that. But I'm in that um, like recovery period. Like I'm not down about it. I've been up and moving every day for like a month now. Yeah, we Um, appreciated you coming by yesterday. You were... (laughs) It was great, man. Yeah. 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 That's what friends And you were helpful. Do, right? yeah. yeah. So we, um, this week's been like a busy week for me, which is cool because I've been on top of things. I also got to make a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but a few cool videos for the show. I love creating shit for this show. It's so fun. I don't sound like it's fun right now because I'm tired, <laughs> but I love it. It's fun. Do your German voice now. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, watch The Conjuring. The new one? The new one. It's pretty good. There's definite jump scares. Dude, the, it kind of irritates me. There's such a variance in the volume. Uh, it's like a cheap yeah. a cheap a, trick to get a scare. Yes. It's so bad that I literally thought they were whispering in the beginning or at the very beginning of the Jesus. movie, it's kind of a thing where a camera moves through a house, so I thought the volume would increase on the talking. It doesn't. So I, like, jack it way up, and then within, like, five minutes, it's like, and, like, blows my speakers out <laughs> to get a oh, cheap fuck. jump scare. But it's a pretty good movie. Okay. And Ed and Lorraine Warren are really interesting people in real life, The real too. people, like, yeah. Like, the real people. It's... The movie sensationalized in a bunch of ways, but there's like some real shit there. Yeah. That is interesting. At the end of the movie, they play some of the like real audio of what went on. Isn't that one shit? of the exorcisms is fucking it's not. I haven't seen man. this movie, but I yeah. saw the original conjuring. It's fucking Yeah. I'm trying to get Brandy to watch the whole thing with me. All of them. Because it's like the conjuring movies, the Annabelle movies, the nun movies. The nun? Yeah. They're all like together. It's like a Marvel universe, kind of. Yeah, they've created a universe. I damn. I was yeah. looking at some different stories, and I saw one I didn't read that I'm I'm planning on reading called like the title was possible future movies for Ed and Lorraine. Oh like shit! D- really? Different exorcisms that they were a part of. 
that they haven't made movies of yet. So that's crazy. It's cool, right? Hell yeah. Fukia. All right. The Exorcism of Tony Danza. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. God just gave me that I message. Come up with a rating system for movies like you know Cisco and Ebert's Two Thumbs Up. Like that gets two tacos. That gets half a chub. That's Eric's rating. <laughs> I got half a chub. I think that's already a rating system for pornography. Well, I want to do it just for movies. Okay. Two half ta- a chub. Two tacos, one dolphin, <laughs> and a star. Yeah. That's a partially stimulated prostate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one starfish. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Shit. That was good. Did you just slap your knee? It sounded like a clap. Son of a fuck. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> Eric. I did. That was a knee slapper. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. All right. Oh. So um, this week, the coin toss is between um, JoJo and Momo. Who's going to call it? Are Tails. We- we ready for a, are we ready for a coin toss? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. And Joseph called tails already, so. Okay. Well, let's flip this bitch. Coin, coin flip. flip. It's fucking tails. Damn. I was like, I'm sure I'm going to win this week. I told Dude, Brandy before I came it. up here, I was like, I really have a feeling I'm going to get the coin toss. I really have a feeling, you know. So I was like wrapping up my research and shit, and I was like, but. I'm not the prophet of West Columbia, so I don't know if I'm right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Man, you prophet has spoken. I'm going to go back through our episodes and see how accurate you've been because it feels like you win a lot of the, the tosses. Winning. That was my imitation of um, that dude. Tom, uh, I was going to say Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. Fucking Charlie Winning. Sheen. Winning. Hashtag winning. Is that him not all hyped up on whatever the fuck he was on? Hashtag winning. That's how I that's how I imitate people. I just use my normal voice <laughs> and just say what they said. That was my Christopher Walken. Hey, knock it off, guys. Yeah. I'm walking over here. <laughs> I know Joseph and I know a guy. I don't know if Eric knows him too, but he will say shit like that. Sticking with the winners. Stick with the fucking winners because I'm winning today. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, Get dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking winning. Right. So, what you want to before we take a break? You want to oh, yeah. titillate us with your topic title? Uh, yeah. Titillating topic. Yes, it's anthropodermic bibliopegy. It's got the word pegan, and I picked that out. Mm-hmm. Dermic. Anthropodermic. Dermic. Biblio. Bibliopegy. Dermic has to do with skin, right? Yes. Yes. And anthro. That's like like the studying of dead or something like that, right? Does it have something to do with genealogy? Stick around and find out. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. All right. We're going to take a break. Talk about your mother's. Yosef's Prophecy and Psychic Services. If you have questions about relationships, either in work or in love, call Yosef's Prophecies and Psychic Services. That's 1-800-555-5555. My name is Joseph, the Prophet of West Columbia. MC Mind Control, the Light Bearer, or some just call me Daddy. But whatever name you choose to use, just make sure you call me, because I want to help you. I want to reveal the secrets of the stars and what the universe has in store for you. Yosef is not a psychic or prophet. He is just a lonely, bitter old man who becomes judgmental at times. But call him anyway. He could use some cheering up. That's one 555 Marvel at my amazing psychic abilities. 
Yes, caller. Please state your name. Well, this is Maxwell T. Rebuchet. Some people call me Old Rebel for short. Yes, of course. I knew that. Your wife has recently changed her hair color, hasn't she? Oh, wow. That's amazing. She did recently dye it blue as the ocean is... Well, as the ocean is blue, I guess. <laughs> She's cheating on you. She thinks you're boring and stupid. What? Oh, God, no. Oh, sweet Bessie. Sweet Bessie Rebuchet. Oh, <laughs> Hello, caller. I already know who you are, but for the audience's sake, who am I talking to? Duh, it's Callie from the Valley. Your husband has been working late hours, hasn't he? Like, um, totally, he has. How did you know that? He's, like, always so tired, and, like, when he gets home, he can't even get it up. Poor thing. He's cheating on you with his secretary. Lame. Like, he drives a forklift in a warehouse, duh. Everything he's told you has been a lie. He's actually a high-paid surgeon. You gave him children in the best years of your life. Now he's throwing you away for that skinny secretary Janice at the office. He thinks you're too fat and too old. <gasps> Janice, ew, gag me with a spoon. Like, as if. I'm totally hot. We've like known each other since grade school and we've only been married a year. Like, I'm a 23-year-old Zumba instructor and you're just a fucking asshole. Listen to the testimonials of the hearts I have touched. He told me I have herpes. He told me I was a shapeshifter and incapable of love. He said I was stupid and that's why daddy left. Man, that son of a bitch still owes me $20. I even counsel to the elite. Hi, I'm Elon Musk. If I sound different, it's because my microchip needs to be tweaked. You know, I was feeling lost. Then Joseph told me there are people living a simple life on Mars, free from technology and capitalism. When he told me that, I knew, right then, it was my calling to go to Mars and liberate them with capitalism. Gain everything you want in life, in love. Just call Yosef's Prophecy and Psychic Services. That's 1-800-555-5555. Welcome back to the show. Back to the show. Took a break. We did nothing. We stared at each other mindlessly like zombies waiting for aliveness to come by to consume. Didn't happen. Didn't. All right. Joseph's got a topic. None of us know what the fuck it means. Give us the title did, one more time. Did you say, can I try at it? Can I take a stab at the title? Stab it. Yeah. Captain Stabbing. <laughs> Anthropodermic Bibliopegy. Yes. Ha! I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anthropodermic bibliopegy is the practice of... Oh, this... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody hold on. Everyone must cite their sources. This comes from Wikipedia. Cite your sources. <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? Yeah, this entirely comes from Wikipedia, this one. Okay. Okay. I didn't go researching more on it because it's really kind of a very, in case you can't tell by the name, it's a pretty niche topic. Yeah. Niche. Who's going to, yeah, who's going to go in there and make up shit like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think QAnon's got a hold of this one yet. <laughs> So uh -oh. anthropodermic... Were you trying to get an argument out of me? <laughs> <laughs> anthropodermic uh. bibliopegy is the practice of binding books in human skin. As of uh, mm. May 2019, the Anthropodermic Book Project has examined 31 out of 50 books in public institutions supposed to have anthropodermic bindings, of which 18 have been confirmed as human and 13 have been demonstrated to be animal leather instead. These books, they're, are, they're older books? Like, you're probably going to go into this, right? Yeah, yeah okay. they're mostly older books. And, okay. and apparently, if, uh, if they're doing a study to see which ones, there were how many total? 31 uh, they out were, of 50? 31 out of 50, yeah. No, so there were 50 books they were looking at. Yeah. And 31 of them actually had human skin. 18. 18 of them had human yeah, skin. Yeah, 18 of the 31 that they've looked at. As of 2019. Oh, okay. okay. 18 out of 31 
that they've actually taken a look at. Mm-hmm. So are these books being marketed as well? They're not anthropodermic bibliopegy. Uh, sort of. They're not really for sale, but it is. You know, it is bragged about. You know, kind of like right. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. Like buying the. Well, I guess people, you know, might buy them in auction or something, yeah, but they're going to cost right. a shit ton of money. Right. And so they're finding out some of them are fake. Or just reported to be human skin and it's like some other type of leather, you yeah. know, like lamb or pig or something. So mm-hmm. fake anthropology Bible pegging. It's going to mess it up the whole time. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. That's how, jo- that's how Joseph scrolls. <laughs> so he pleasures women. He, he taps out Morse code on their clitoris. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Is this doing it for you? They told me to do the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> the woman starts reading the Morse code out loud. Short, long, short, long, long. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Robot sex. When you guys make fun of me, my back hurts. Okay, there's there's another, there's a practice called, um, it's um, the practice of binding books in the skin of its author is called autoanthropodermic bibliopegy. Oh, my God. What, do they just take like a strip of flesh off the back? Come on, Stephen King. Where you at with misery? (laughs) No, right? He's got a son, too. They that do actually take it stuff, off the back. Yeah. Oh, does yeah. he? Yeah, I think they did a Netflix thing together um, in the tall grass. I oh, think shit. that was him and his son. Have you heard of that show Nosferatu? I've heard no. of the movie Nosferatu. Yeah. No, there's a show based on a book. I think that was by Stephen King's son. I'll look it up. Anyways, yeah. isn't that like a isn't that like a serial comedy from England? Nosferatu. Um. Yeah. This Nosferatu was spelled like with the letter four and stuff. It has to, it's a, it's an American thing. They made a two season series out of it. I thought it was pretty good. Has to do with kind of a vampiric uh, villain that like steals children and takes them to Christmas land and makes vampires out of them. It's one of the most Joseph shows I've ever seen. If you haven't checked it out, I would encourage you to. It's very Joseph-esque. In my opinion, Nos Four, ought Rat to. Two, ought yeah. to. You no. ought to check it out. It's uh, that's how. <laughs> that's how you spell it. Oh, uh, Nos Four A Two. Yeah. Okay. Huh. <laughs> you yeah. Held your phone up. I was. I thought you were gonna like. I don't know. Take a picture. I, I, Steal your you soul. <laughs> Hit me in the face with it or something. Um, I don't know. This is a total tangent, but I, it's by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. I think he changed the name, but can you tell he's Stephen King's son? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like him. yeah, it's fuck? like a miniature Stephen King. It's <laughs> insane. It's like if Stephen King needed to eat a sandwich. Yeah. Have you guys ever another tangent? Ever seen in the tall grass? No, I haven't. It's good. Yeah, it's by Joe Hill and Stephen King, father son thing. Oh shit! Oh, that's cute. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I hope me and my sons get to do things together when they grow up. Guess he's going for that Dad of the Year award, huh? Hey, maybe y'all can do ant harming bio weapon pegging. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) ant harming? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard making stuff up. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Joseph? There's a little more on here. uh, It says, during the French Revolution, there were rumors that a tannery for human skin had been established in Moudon, outside of Paris. (laughs) The Carnavalet Museum, I guess that's how you say it, owns a volume containing the French Constitution of 1793, the Declaration of Rights of Man and of the Citizen, described as passing for being made of human skin imitating calf. So that sounds like it's human skin instead of leather. Calf. Ooh. Now, is this, does this binding of human flesh for books have like a particular um, category of book? Like, is it tied to religious stuff like Satanism or something? Because that's the first place my mind goes, right? It's some evil reason. Yeah, like fucking uh, 
uh, what is it? Ash versus oh the Necronomicon. Yeah, the right. Necronomicon. Yes, bound in human flesh. Yeah, inked in human blood. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. You want to see the tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Is it stuff like that, or is it just people don't no. have cows around? So they're like, come here, Johnny. <laughs> We're going to bind a book today. <laughs> Books are really important. Yeah. Yeah, Books. back in the day, man, you could spend like a large chunk of your worth on a book, like in the 1400s. Yeah, the written word was a bigger deal. It was harder to get a hold of. But no, there was no, I didn't find anything about uh, books on Satanism, but there were interesting book choices for some of these things. Let's see, we have uh, there's a, just a picture of a book. It just looks like a regular leather-bound book. It doesn't look unusual at all. See? Hmm. It just looks like a brown leather book. Uh, bound in 1863. Wow, that was pretty recent. I was thinking like way back. Like 1600s or 1700s? Yeah, just something. 1863 seems more like, I mean, you're near the, the that's like Industrial Revolution. Where was stuff. this? Uh, this book is currently in um, Brown University. Not currently. Where, where was, was it bound? Um, where was it bound? Do we know that? Oh, uh, looks like it says uh, Versalius Fabrica. Oh, that oh, place. Oh, yeah, yeah, there. Okay, oh, okay. yeah. Right. Me yeah. and Annie spent a summer there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably some. Probably somewhere in Europe. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Annie and I. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Jeff Landers. <laughs> love that you like say his whole name yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay uh surviving examples of human skin bindings have often been commissioned performed or collected by medical doctors who have access to cadavers sometimes those of executed criminals such as the case of john horwood in 1821 horwood and william Corder in 1828 Man, I got some whore wood. (laughs) (laughs) So they would take cadavers and just bind a book with their flesh? Yeah, well, like some of them, um, it'll be like a book on like anthropology or not. I mean, not anthropology, autonomy. Uh, Not autonomy. Anatomy. 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 Astrology. (laughs) We want to throw a few more in there. Alcoholism. (laughs) The disease of addition. (laughs) <laughs> you know and there's there's an example here this uh this dude lawrence thomas uh called the most famous of all anthropodermic bindings is exhibited at the boston Athenaeum, titled i don't even know if i'm saying that word right what do you say how, how do you spell that word or say that word it looks like something from skyrim doesn't it Athenium? Why, why do you guys always bring Athenium. up Skyrim? Athenium. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. It's almost like anathium, but yeah. or anathem, but it's not that word. What the fuck is that word? Oh, it looks like an old Gaelic word or something. It does. Anyway. Well, no, I want the pronunciation now. Yeah, we're going to wait. You're going to wait with us, listeners. <laughs> what, do you guys want to hear it? You got yeah. damn right. Athenium, looks like. Oh, not me. You say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Athenaeum. 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 Of course. The Boston Athenaeum. <laughs> Duh. The most famous of all anthropodermic bindings is exhibited at the, at the Boston Athenaeum, titled The Highwayman, Narrative of the Life of James Allen, alias George Walton. I'm not um, done with this. What's an Athenaeum? Because it said the Boston Athenaeum, like it's a... It's probably a library. To, yeah. Why didn't they just fucking say library? Yeah. Now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Athenaeum. <laughs> it's a noun used in names of libraries or institutions for literary or scientific studies. Fucking college people and their goddamn egos. It's a library. College boy. It's in the Athenaeum. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the Athenaeum to study. <laughs> Literature and scientific things. Uh, honey, quit being a douche. Call the library. All right, so this Highwayman from this, this book, Highwayman, Narrative Life of James Allen, alias George Walton. Uh, James Allen, on his deathbed, he was a, a, like a highwayman, so he ran around murdering and robbing people. Yeah. Trains, um, horses. Yeah, shit like stuff that. like that. Yeah, because it was 18, 1800s. Yeah. yeah. Know, so it was probably pretty exciting. In prison, he requested that this book be bound in his own skin because it's, you know, 
Wow. A book about him. So it's the auto thing. Yeah, it's like his skin binding like two copies of this book. Oh, but wait, he's not the author. Uh, No, I don't think so. So is it the same thing, the autoanthropodermic bibliopegy? I don't think it would be, no. No, no, it wouldn't. Just like autobiography and biography. Yeah. So it would just be anthropodermic bibliopegy. It's kind of fun to say. Yeah, anthropodermic bibliopegy. Say it, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Psilocybin. (laughs) So James Allen wanted uh, one copy presented to a man that he once tried to rob and admired for his bravery. I guess the guy was like, fuck you, you ain't robbing me or something. Pegging. (laughs) And the other one... The other one went to his own doctor, I guess. So they wow. just, they wow. just, you know, the dude got uh, probably hanged and definitely hanged because these other guys that were killed and their bodies were used, they didn't flay them, they hanged them. Mm. So they didn't want to beat the flesh off of them because they needed, they wanted the flesh in good condition. Yeah. So they cut the the shit off his back and then tanned it just like a piece of leather and put mm. it on a book. Moles and everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's like. You don't really think about it, but, it, I mean, we got skin just like any other mammal. See, this is know? the shit. Remember one of our past episodes, we were talking about men in, like, 3100 A.D. are going to be like, oh, they still have their testicles. They're so yeah. manly. I can't imagine <laughs> this type of, like, thinking process. We're like, well, we need to hang them to make sure we preserve that flesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just so far removed from me. I don't even see the animals that I eat. I don't even want to see that. You keep that shit out in, like, Oklahoma, yeah. far away from me. I just want to eat the fucking beef. I don't want to have, you know, see the thing I'm yeah. eating. You don't want to pet it <laughs> yeah, while it's no. breathing. Yeah. yeah, or if I do, I want to pet it, and then you go murder it somewhere else. I'm not the villain here. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to eat it. Yeah, pegging. Yeah, you know, on, on that note, up, up here it said this uh, thing about criminals who they use their skin for them. It says, uh, William Burke, after his execution and subsequent public dissection by Professor Alexander Monroe. So they, public dissection? They dissected him. And it was like, I guess, just open to anybody who wanted to come watch. Wow. Take the kids down to the park for the day. <laughs> He's just doing his work. Yeah. I, I remember oh. a story about um, one of my grandfathers. Of a human? Yeah. And people were just like, oh, shit, we about to get a book. This is a far <laughs> cry from like, I mean, where is like corpse, corpse desecration? Like, you know, there's law. I guess there weren't laws back then, wherever this was about this stuff. It's just funny because, like, before the Enlightenment, you didn't do shit like this with bodies because of the church. And if you did, you had to have permission or they were, you know, the religion, like, ruled the world back then. And then the Enlightenment happened and colleges started being built and started being the center of knowledge rather than churches. Right. So scientists started doing shit like this. But nowadays, we don't, I don't know, we publicly, we don't see this shit happen. It's so it's weird to me that this kind of shift back. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like it this, wasn't okay to fuck with goes corpses. on in medical schools. Right. But, but we not. don't witness it. We're not seeing people get hanged. We're not seeing bodies get dissected in public. Yeah. There's no flyers yeah. like around five points for like a public dissection that's going to be happening at midnight. Right. It's more taboo like it used to be. Like you don't fuck with corpses. Not the average person. That's for Fauci and all the people that are creating viruses. <laughs> that guy on the wall behind Joseph, he fucks with corpses. Oh, yeah. Carl Tanzler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carl Tanzler. Mm-hmm. Fucking Sigmund Freud lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I, that Latina girl. I think Carl might consider it lovemaking, not fucking. I think he might be a little hurt by you saying that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he dayed. pegging sorry back to pegging (laughs) okay an exhibition of uh, fine bindings at the Groller Club in 1903 included a section of (laughs) these are like total book nerds dude how do you how do you this is like the second time you randomly have Groller in your topic (laughs) and I know oh yeah I I don't know I don't even know who this Groller guy is immediately wanted to do a fucking Foo Fighters song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. 
Nah, that's cool. Do it. Oh. The Growler Club. I got another confession to make. I'm your fool. You don't know that? We can't keep going? No, mm, I, I don't uh, know the Foo Fighters, man. Come on. I saw them. I saw them live. Did you really? Yeah. Then you know them. Do I really know them? I was there for social distortion, man. I think we already talked about this. I'll never be your monkey wrench. I'll never be your monkey wrench. Dun, 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 yeah, I mean, dun, I guess dun, dun, I've heard that song. Okay, Is that man. all they got? Nah. Big Because they played like a whole concert. Where he's got the video where he's got the big hand. Remember oh, that? yeah. Remember the one like on the airplane? The lady. Yeah, the... Um, Pilot the, or something. What's the name of it? Was that the one with the Mentos? Like he was doing the Mentos yeah. commercial through the whole video? <laughs> I like when we have these discussions about culture and you're just uh, like pop Lost. culture and you're just staring at us like... You're, you're like, can we get back to the 18th in? century? I don't even know what timeline I'm on right now. <laughs> Fucking Loki over here. Yeah. I think my black powder got wet. And I'm having a rough day, God. man. Hot topic. So in a section at this uh, Growler Club where I guess they sit around and talk about books, they had a Bindings uh, in Curious Materials, three editions of Holbein's uh, Dance of Death, which is a... Holbein's? Ni- yeah. I mean, that's how I would pronounce it, yeah. Holbein. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like... Whole. The word whole and then beans. I'm like, what? Nah, But man. it's like a person's name. It's like some German okay. name or something. Dance of Death, a 19th century uh, skin binding on it. Dance of Death? Do you know what the contents Ooh. were about? Dance of Death is a, I believe, an illustrated book of, you know, images to help remind people that death is something that binds us all together. That it's like, doesn't matter if you're like the lowest fucking person on the social rung or the highest person on the social rung like a fucking king we all are bound together by death right you know it was like one of those kind of books was that in your research or you just know that no i looked it up because it had a picture that matched a meme that you put on facebook that i saw this morning Oh, about the skeletons? The skeletons, yeah. At the rave yard? It's from that book. <laughs> when at the, the rave yard. Yeah, when the G falls off the graveyard sign. Oh, wow. Sign. That's, yeah. <laughs> the, the skeletons all dancing? <laughs> Apparently, that's just what the book is, you know? Shit. No, that's... Um, I've heard that... Uh, like, I think it's a Masonic thing. People of intellect for ages have sat and meditated upon death as a type of mechanism for human growth and enlightenment to contemplate one's own death kind of opens you up to new possibilities of creativity. I don't know why or how, but yeah, there's a Buddhist guy that I've listened to and he talks about that meditating on the idea of what it would be like to just not be here anymore. Like death, essentially small, small part to that tangent. Yes. Meditating on what it would be like to not be here anymore. Have you guys done that? Yes. Like to really think about, I I just, I see, I like to think that I made an impact and that people are going to fucking be sad and all that shit. But the truth is the next week, if I have customers, they're going to find another electrician to do their jobs. If I have contractors, right. they got to mm-hmm. find another electrician. You know, I mean, everybody's going to keep moving and right. you, you are replaced almost immediately. And rarely thought about again except by loved ones yeah you know right but it's also a buddhist kind of thing and this is this is not a this not necessarily a religious thing it's kind of true you will live on through your kids or your children and not Mm -hmm. just your children people you've affected but yeah especially your children not just genetically but like a meditation that i used to do was when you write something, you imagine all of the people that had to create people that created people that created people that created people. Your whole lineage Damn. is writing what you're writing. Ooh, the begots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, the begots. When you move your hand, it's not just you moving your hand. It's everyone attached to you through your timeline back and oh, shit. through whenever is moving Damn. your hand. As as Morgan, I don't know what what's going on over there, buddy. I don't even know, man. I'm just yeah, just keeping it creative. (laughs) Morgan's doodling. Eric's talking about the begots. (laughs) I'm talking about the begots. Don't confuse them with the stagots. 
I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> Back on detour over. It's the guts. <laughs> uh, oh, where was I? Skin pegging. Uh, <laughs> dancing in the graveyard, dancing dead something. I just keep saying pegging. Raveyard. Yeah. Pegging. Um, Okay, okay. Then there's another section here. It's a uh, bookbinder, um, Edward Hertzberg, describes the monastery hill bindery having been approached by an army surgeon with a copy of this uh, Holbein's Dance of Death with a request to bind it in human skin, which he had with him, I guess, apparently. He just brought the skin in the book, and he's like, hey, you're a bookbinder. Put these two things together That's for me. That's not weird. Anybody, where did the skin come from? I checked information on that. It was probably early 1900s when he did that. Did I mean, they say all, where he brought the skin from? He just no, no. I huh. mean, he just probably had some access to some skin. I assume the person was dead when he took it. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of like this idea though. Um, Wait a minute, was he a Democrat? <laughs> <laughs> I I like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, what I like about this idea is it kind of r- relates to that Japanese art form of removing human skin and tanning it to preserve the tattoos. Just preserve tattoos. Yeah, I want yeah. that shit done. I don't know if anybody I know will do that for me. But you put um, a lot of money into that shit, man. Yeah, and it's put a lot beautiful. of time. Yeah, and the the artist did too. And I think it should be appreciated. You know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with my kids like having my tattoos and maybe I'll ask my leather kids. framed on the wall. Maybe they could sell them if they want. You think my kids are too young to ask that? Hey, kids, when I die, will you guys please find somebody to cut these tattoos off of my body and tan them <laughs> and then frame them or I think something? Maybe maybe they're a little young for that. Your kids are they're so innocent. Are they? Yeah, they are. Brian just threw a fucking controller at the TV and broke it. Like a three hundred dollar TV because he got pissed off. He's ready. Oh, <laughs> not not one of my TVs, but at his mom's house. Wow. Oh, yeah. Man. F that. I told him too because he's like, "Daddy, tell her I need to be. I'm doing chores and I want to be off grounded and I want to play Fortnite." And I'm like, "Dude, let me tell you something. If that had been one of my TVs, I would have kicked your ass. Yeah. Like you would never." play another game for the rest of your life yeah <laughs> yeah I've, i remember cash doing that when he was young like getting angry with the gaming and i would yeah. shut i would just shut the shit off because i was like dude look if you can't you need to learn to it's okay that you get angry but you need to learn to manage that in a more constructive way than throwing shit and like freaking out you know so i'm yeah. shutting this off and you chill the fuck out and then i'll turn it back on you know? Yeah, know your limits. Like, learn how to yeah how to deal with that. You got to yeah. learn. If you don't learn, the system will teach you. Yeah, it'll be worse. Yeah, you'll you know you'll be one of these people who's on fucking TikTok who's like seventy acting like a four year old because they got to wear a mask. You know. <laughs> yeah. You got to do. You know. You gotta, Am I doing it yep. again, Morgan? Is that what no, you're shaking? No, no, your head no, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> oh. shaking my head at what you're talking yeah. about because that's that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, you'll you've got to learn to manage that shit. Well, yeah. you don't have to. No, you don't have to. Good parenting, guys. Oh, oh well, oh, yeah. damn. Sorry, Shucks. society. I kind of <laughs> dropped the ball this past couple times. Sorry, Joseph. I didn't what? mean to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm just apologizing to society for the monsters Blanket. I'm about to turn loose on them. <laughs> All right. Pegging. No, Cash, I love you. You're a good kid. All right. Anthropodermic <laughs> bibliopegy. I'm I'm reserving my opinion. <laughs> I wanna give him a couple more years. Hey, if he goes out and kills somebody, I'm not having that on my reputation. Okay. So we got a couple of <laughs> couple of examples here. We have that book on death bound in human skin. That makes a lot of sense because it's about death. We have the uh, the book of uh, anatomy bound in human skin that makes a lot of sense too. Mm-hmm. The one guy's biography, the biography of the dude yeah. who was a killer, all the yeah. multiple dudes who were killers. Yeah, that that makes sense in a way. Yeah, not to me, but yeah. Okay, um, there's one. This one has less supporting evidence. Is that books of erotica have also been bound in human skin, which also makes sense because like you're reading about erotica, your hands are on human skin. You know, I thought that was kind of cool. 
So here's an, uh, a, a little yeah. bit about that. A female admirer of the French astronomer Camille Flammarion supposedly hmm. bequeathed her skin to bind one of his books <laughs> at Flammarion's observatory. There is a copy of his La Pure... Pluri <laughs> Pluralite des Mondes Habites, on which Italian? is stamped. No, <laughs> no, but for some reason I'm going and Italian. Yeah. Why did you? Was it the accent or the hand gestures? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing the mama me. I'm trying to get it out. <laughs> I'm fixing the pipe. <laughs> I make the pizzas. I step with the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Mario stepped on turtles. It's weird. <laughs> Duck turtles? Some of them flew? That, I don't know. Anyways. It was a little weird. The Newberry Library in Chicago owns yep. an Arabic manuscript written in 1848 with a handwritten note that is bound in human skin. Though it is opinion of the conservation staff that the binding material is not human skin, but rather highly burnished goat. There's, you know, a little bit of trouble discerning this stuff because it's like 200 years ago, someone bound it. And then like at some point, someone said it was human skin, you know, either when it was bound or after it was bound. So who the fuck knows, right? Yeah, I don't imagine that leaves much of a paper trail. You know? <laughs> 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 the National Library of Australia holds a 19th century poetry book with the inscription bound in human skin on the first page. Blimey. <laughs> Put some shrimps on the Barbie. <laughs> That's my Australian wow. guy. Yeah, that was my Australian accent. That was. Was that good? Put some shrimps on the Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, it wasn't good, but it was actually better than your German. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I've been working on it for a while. <laughs> God. Okay, that. That binding was performed uh, before 1890 and was identified as human skin by pathologists in 1992. This is how they identified his shit, okay? The identification what's, of... Wait, what's going on, Morgan? Why are you... Morgan he's is, about to yawn. No, no, no. I was about to yawn, but there's a... Uh, not because of the topic, just Joseph. But Joseph was, like, saying it, and I could tell he was reading and then got to the stopping point, and then he took a couple seconds, and then he went... <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the scroll. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think it's a touch screen. I could probably just do this. <laughs> oh, it's I could. Touch screen. <laughs> oh, dude, you better hope your next laptop's a touch screen because my I went from touch screen to non, and I would like just, this is yeah, a touch yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one I started doing uh, it with, and now the one I have at home, I'm forever like doop doop doop. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the one here is a touch screen. No, it's not. No, but I've been to conditioned touch to touch screens. Yeah. Yeah, I like the touch screen. It's going to ruin you. Sorry. I'm already broken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the identification of human skin bindings has been attempted by examining the pattern of hair follicles to distinguish human skin from that of other animals typically used for book bindings, such as calf, sheep, goat, and pig. So they're no longer able to do a genetic test and pull DNA that'll tell them that it's human. Uh, it says something about this. It says testing a DNA sample is possible in principle, but DNA can be destroyed when the skin is tanned. Ah. It degrades over time, and it can be contaminated by the human readers. Yeah, okay. Which wow. makes me think, it, it, so it doesn't, I don't know much about DNA testing, but so it doesn't take but like just a tiny bit of material to get a DNA test? As like just my, my hand touching something can be a DNA test? And now it's time for Science Guy. The process throughout the years has been refined where, yes, they can, they can take something and it, I guess extrapolate, extrapolate a, let's say, a code and then repeat that code to a big enough portion to see whether or not it's human oh yeah they're just trying to determine human right. but not specific humans right but like yeah. they because you know back when they first started with dna it would take like a lot larger sample and then forensics because it's such a good um, <laughs> that's right it took like a whole body at one time 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But even when they start doing DNA analysis, you had to have a big enough. I mean, you had to have a lot bigger quali- quantity. Yeah, <laughs> you're like holding your hands out like you're like your yeah, dick. I don't know. I'm just holding like a now bowl of, of now a someone else's testicles mass. Okay. Of okay. All right. Science. Can I just say science? That's what science does. It improves the technique to, yes. Science. Now something could have sneezed a million years ago, and we'll know whether or not it had red hair. This has been a minute with Science Guy reminding you to educate yourself, you fool. Okay. I just made that up. (laughs) So instead of using DNA... They use something called a peptide mass fingerprinting. Here you go. And matrix-assisted laser desperation ionization. Matrix. (laughs) You're throwing a lot of words at me, I know. (laughs) I know. It's confusing as fuck. This is where it gets all Eric-y right here. A tiny sample is, is extracted from the book's covering and the collagen analyzed by mass spectrometry to identify the variety of proteins which are characteristic of different species. PMF, which was peptide mass fingerprinting, uh, can identify skin as belonging to a primate since monkeys were almost never used as a source of skin for book bindings. It implies that it's human. Why weren't monkeys used? I'm going to guess there weren't a lot of monkeys in Europe. I'm assuming Europe, because Europe was pretty big on printing books. And bind, therefore binding mm-hmm. books. And I don't know that uh, South America and the continent of Africa were really big <laughs> on book printing and book binding. But they had humans. But they did have humans and they did have other types of primates available. But that, I don't know that there was a lot of, uh, not a lot of primates other than humans in Europe. Right? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I'll look into it, but I won't. <laughs> and that's about it oh shit Boom. that's what you get once again I'm amazed I I would not have thought I would have I just when you first said it was human skin I just went to like you know your Four typical skin. some kind of weird occult thing <laughs> yeah that's what that's I was what hoping Hollywood for when I found the word kind of like condition us to think is it some like satanist that's yeah yeah i totally immediately thought the necronomicon turns out that it's not that interesting you know <laughs> i mean it's like a book on anatomy which is interesting they're fun to look at but well that's very indicative of you joseph after further analysis it's just not that interesting <laughs> <laughs> oh i know that was mean but i had to say it <laughs> That shit was You're funny. a good friend. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I kind of want a book made of me now. I don't, cool, do y'all care what happens to your physical thing that contains whatever the fuck you are? My skin sack. Your skin sack. Do y'all care? Do y'all want something specific done with? I know Morgan's mentioned the artwork being saved because that's kind of, that's like a life story that you've um, created yeah, in a way. Of. Or at least an aspect of it. Kind of. It'll and plus, if they, remember you by. if they cut off all my tattoos, maybe I can get into heaven. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, some people's belief system works like that. Yeah. I, I heard I, a thing. I don't know. I've never, like, fact-checked it. But there's, like, Tibetans, there's this thing where they just, like, take you to a mountaintop. From what I understand, they, like, break your limbs and kind of tie you up to a stick. So they can carry you up to the a mountaintop somewhere and leave you for nature to just reclaim you. To me, that seems cool because that's what nature is. Death promotes growth. But also the tree thing where they like bury you in the roots of a tree and you become like incorporated in this tree. Oh, wow. That's a good one. I like that a one. A forest of bodies done like that seems like a really great premise for a horror movie. They created oh, this shit. forest because yeah. that's the idea is green space. Instead of taking up all this land with cemeteries, you create yeah. a forest of bodies for regrowth. I, I think the the maybe issue that might come with the one you mentioned about the Tibetans just taking you up and leaving you in nature or the 
I believe, Native American tradition of just building like a little platform and they put you up there and let nature take you back. Right. Is that there's a lot of people living around here. Yeah. You know, like you can't yeah. do that in the city. I will actually, I guess you could. Take me out to Swansea. <laughs> just drop, drop. I mean, you go down to the slaughterhouse, it fucking stinks down there. <laughs> drop me on Andrew's property. Fuck that guy. Love you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Throw my corpse out of the car as you drive by. He'd be Eric, happy to have you. Eric's got a message for you. Just <laughs> chuck me out. Uh, homeschool this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just caught that. So, so you don't have like uh, any preferences? No, I kind of just think get, you know, get, I don't think it's important after you're gone. I mean, I know in certain religious beliefs they do, and that's cool, but I personally, I don't. I just think it's a body that needs to be used to replenish. I mean, that's what happens. Our whole earth is made of things that have like died. Right, right. I find preserving it in a box really wasteful. And I would think as a society, we would have moved beyond that just for practicality purposes. There's like 7 billion of us running around. I just, I was yeah. listening to the uh, treatment for ket- ketamine for treatment for depression, whatever. Yeah. I was just listening to that episode yesterday and uh, it, um, <laughs> And I brought up in that episode, actually, I guess we were talking about burying people for some reason, but I brought up how in Irmo they have that, the natural burial where you get buried in a two by four box and without the formaldehyde and everything. Yeah. 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 And you just, it's like a $900 fucking funeral and they just throw you in the ground and put dirt on this wooden crate, (laughs) but it's not like treated wood or anything. It's going to, everything gets disintegrated bugs can easily get inside of it and stuff and you just yeah you just go that i kind of get because when society wasn't as even now societies want to keep dead and decaying things away from like the water table and stuff by the time the wood's eaten away and the body becomes one with the land all that's over with you don't have to worry about that shit yeah getting into the water table but (laughs) yeah you don't want to just be throwing dead bodies into the ground Right. Just, you got to have... Yeah, jamming right. up the canal with dead bodies. Right. But letting the elements take it away or dumping me in an ocean or not me, it's not me anymore, just burning it or whatever. Yeah. Buy a flamethrower from Musk and just burn my ass. I think burning is probably <laughs> a really great idea. Napalm. Just napalm me. We'll make a paper mache, Eric, to sit in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> draw the face on it and shit <laughs> draw the hair uh, well this has been a fun episode i think we are about at an end does anybody else have anything to add necronomicon pegging necronomicon. pegging pegging all right well have a good evening have a good morning have a good orgasm yes uh, and, and, and Anthropodermic bibliopegy. Autoanthropodermic bibliopegy. Pegging. Pegging. Anthropodermic <laughs> bibliopegy. Anthropodermic bibliopegy. Ant harming bioweapon pegging. 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 Auto thing. Pegging. Pegging. Fake anthropology Bible pegging. <laughs>